Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The last of the major pro sports leagues is off and rolling, and college basketball is ready to go as well. BetOnline remains your top spot for all your live betting action and contests. NFL, college football, US, UFC, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. All the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile access at any time. Head to BetOnline today and remember to use our promo code BELIEVE for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code BLEAV for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Believe in the Arizona Cardinals. It is the Arizona Cardinals centric specific show where of course we talk about the Arizona Cardinals in the Phoenix metropolitan area. I am one of your co-hosts. I am Javon J. Love Adams and with me as always is a man who played not only professional baseball but he also played in the National Football League for that first Super Bowl bound team for the Atlanta Falcons. I'm talking about none other than accomplished uh, motivational speaker and author. I'm trying to get him to start working on that next book. I'm talking about Ed Easy Smith. What is good, my brother? Hey, we made it to another Friday, brother. Jay, getting ready for a good weekend. Can't believe Thanksgiving is less than a week away, too. Yes, indeed. You got you gonna have people coming uh, with empty arms with containers, <laughs> empty hands with containers. Tupperware, bro. Tupperware. Tupp- Tupperware, man. That's how it goes. <laughs> <the streets. laughs> so we do this thing twice a week on Mondays and Thursdays. Sometimes, uh, for at least the, the foreseeable future, every other Thursday it, it will be going on Fridays, just for uh, some things that I got going on in terms of you know grinding out there in these streets and everything. But uh, but on Mondays we reflect on the week that was, or, or the game that just took place, I should say and uh, any maybe uh, uh, topics that might stick with us during the week. And then on Thursday, we look ahead to the upcoming opponent and give our thoughts on that. So, of course, this week, that, that opponent, the Arizona Cardinals, are hitting the road. They're going to Texas to play the Houston Texans. And the uh, the Texans are, what, 5-4? and four? And the Arizona Cardinals are 2-8, and eight, a tale of two different uh, teams coming in here. And so, interested in talking about this. I want to say thank you because it was on, uh, I think it was, what, what was that, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday was bringing your co-host to to a podcast day, and so I wanted to thank you for bringing your co-host. It's always fun when we uh we we were on the the Texans uh, the Texans podcast here in the Believe Network, and so that was it was always cool to be able to do that stuff, man. So uh so yeah, had a great time with them. <laughs> Whatever, you my partner, man. <laughs> <laughs> they saying who is this dude over here that just that has these off the wall off off the wall opinions and thoughts? But uh, so speaking of that, let's get into it. So the big thing, and it happens in every sport. You try to find whatever the storyline is. I guess the longer that I'm in media, I guess I'm that I I'm starting to look for storylines. But a hater like you always looks for the storyline of, of hate, <laughs> hate, hate, hate. But the storyline, of course, are, are, is Kyler Murray going back to the state of Texas, where he, of course, uh, made his name. And the Texans are ahead of schedule. So my question to you is. Can Kyler do it again? Can he keep this? Can he make it two games and not just a one game aberration as he was returning back from that uh, that knee that knee injury? Well, you know, this is it's an it's an interesting game. You know, obviously it's the second one back. He looked he looked pretty good in the first game, and I thought he was going to be a whole lot 
rustier, you know, yeah. and, you know, especially with the lack of weapons around him. But, you know, you also have to take into account the opponent we played, the Falcons. They tend to give it away. And, you know, so it was, it was almost like a nice soft landing for him playing against, um, you know, a Falcons team at home. And maybe they planned it that way. Maybe you could have come back the week earlier in Cleveland, but that might have looked a whole lot different. So instead, you know, we get him on the turf here, on a nice grass back here against Falcons, and he looked really good. Now we're heading over there to Texas, and, you know, they have a defensive-minded coach. And, you know, you and I, we did the podcast the other day, and I've done a couple others, and they're all, you know, really worried about Kyler coming back, especially because he looked Dude, so good. Dude, all right, I'm going to let you finish, especially because you have the insight, and this is cool, and I, I give you a hard time about it, but I think it's really cool that, that you go through that car wash of sorts where you're going through on the different podcasts. And the that when when on on Wednesday that was the theme is oh man yeah. we we scared about Kyler no afraid of <laughs> Kyler no man but continue what are, what are you hearing so go ahead go ahead well he is a little bit of a legend over there you know That's I did I, I mean they talked about one one guy did a, uh, I can't remember his name off the top of my head but I mean he talked about it was almost like. Well, you know, like Jesus was coming down from the sky when he started talking about Kyler and his high school and college, you know, um, you know, everything he's accomplished. And, you know, I, I say, yeah, you know, he's, he is that type of athlete. Um, but, you know, he is coming off injury and he is coming over with the rest of the Cardinals team. That's what I almost wonder, like, hey, you guys realize, you know, yeah, Kyler's coming and the rest of those dudes, right? It's not like, you know, the number one Oklahoma Sooners are heading over yeah. to play, you know, the sisters of the poor and, and, and prideful, you know. So, right. you know, you have your team. Obviously, you're uh, like, you know, their head coach and defensive staff, they're, you know, going to look to stop Murray. Uh, if if you stop Murray, what else do you have to do? You know, because this team is very limited in what, you know, we bring to the table. And, you know, like I said, Kyler could go over there and cause them some issues. But once again, I bring up the fact that who's he throwing the ball to? You know, we got Connor behind him. If you, you know, stop the run, then what do we do? You know, obviously you have to, the biggest pain for teams that face Murray right now are corralling him. You know, that speed, right. that little, um, that uh, turbo button that he has, that's yeah. different than a lot of other players, you know, and we saw that the other day. Where yeah, he, we did it, see that. I didn't think we were going to be able to see that speed and that amount of uh, elusiveness uh, that we saw yeah. on, on display last Sunday. And when he escapes, you know, your, your job is to then corral him. Um, but, you know, if you don't, you know, he's going to be throwing the ball down the field. Um, I think the the run part of the game, meaning how heavy are the Cardinals going to lean on him? I think the attack would be once we get down in the red zone near the goal line, that's when his running really can affect the, uh, you know, the defense. I don't know if the Cardinals necessarily want him running too much out right. in, in space, in the field, you know, uh, and I don't think they'll definitely have any design runs for him because you're trying to protect the product. And you're also, you also have to realize he's coming off of that knee, you know, as good as he looked the other day, he is still coming off a knee and they're probably going to be one, one, be very cautious and they'll probably keep him in the pocket as much as possible, roll him out as much as possible. But those designed runs, the biggest thing for Murray you know, with Murray, I should say, is when he, when plays break down, he can extend them. How much do they want him running around is the key. Um, you know, so he could do it again. To answer your question, Jay, he could do it again. I expect a very 
heavy dose of trying to contain him, meaning, you know, the, the method that I talked about, defensive ends, make sure you contain as you're going upfield, pressure into his lap, and then see what he can do, you know. So it's going to be an interesting game, game plan, as far as what the Cardinals are willing to do, how much they want to expose Murray this time around, and, you know, what, uh, the Texans throw at him. So I think we got a really good game ahead of us, a whole lot more interesting than, you know, we would have ever thought. And I know we'll probably talk about it, but there are some draft ramifications that yeah. come with this game as well. You know, we, we lose this game to Texans and our pick just continues to, to rise up the, the ladder right now, currently sitting at 20th with that uh, Houston pick, a pick that we all thought would be in the top five at the beginning of the season. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Now, believe in the Arizona Cardinals. So I want to get into this, though. So if let's say let's say you have OK, you have two quarterbacks. We have three, but, you know, Clayton, two, and we won't really count that. But let's say you have a Honda Accord or you have a Lamborghini. Your your mentality is that you want to drive fast all the time. So your backup quarterback was Joshua Dobbs, and so you wanted to, which was the Honda Accord. So you wanted to you wanted to just rip and run with it, but there was you were limited by just the 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 way in which that vehicle was made, right? And then you have Kyler come back. Now you know he might be off of a new fresh tune up, or maybe getting some new brakes or whatever. But the Lamborghini is back, and your mentality to go fast. Now, how much do you restrain yourself? And so what what I'm saying all that to say is when it comes to Petsing and maybe what his true philosophy is, is it, will it be difficult for him? Maybe he wants, maybe he's wanted to be more aggressive this whole time. And now, and, and now he has the opportunity to do so, which maybe leads to some of these, some of the, the people that some of the Houston Texan fans being a little bit uh, scared because they don't know if he's going to be able to really take that Lamborghini on the road and really make it go fast the way it was intended. Well, to extend your analogy, you do have that nice shiny car, but what surface are you driving it on, Jay? I mean, if you, Ooh, okay, you know, if you're, if you're, if and I've been there before. I remember one year I was playing, and the year I played in the XFL, we had a practice. One of our practice fields was near a, um, a racetrack, one of those little ovals, and every yeah. now and then they would open it up for us, so we could take our cars on there. And, you know, and I had a, you know, I'm always a SUV dude, so it wasn't like I could get on there and, and drive that thing really hard and fast. You know, I got an SUV. Some of the other guys with these other cars, they got on there, and every now and then they would, they would get a little, you know, pace to themselves, right? But when I, I did feel like when I was on that oval, it was designed for speed, you know, so I, you know, put my foot on the pedal a little bit. Yeah. Now, this, in this situation, you know, Petsing and, and Gannon, they get Murray back, but he's still on that bum knee, right? It's almost like taking that same fast car out on a bumpy track where there's rocks and stuff like that. You don't okay. know where the landmines are. So what you want to do, you want to pace it a little bit. You know, you're not going to get out there and rev it around. And that's kind of like what you're doing with Murray. You don't want the full experience. You don't – I don't think you want to unleash the full experience unless, you know, if he's coming to you and obviously they know how healthy – he is and feels. And, you know, I remember coming off my knee injury the first time, you know, it was kind of like, you know, they, they were, every day they were asking me how I was feeling. And, yeah. you know, I would, I, I would lie to him, but I knew how I felt, you know, I was like, yeah, hey, I'm ready. Cause I wanted to get back in and stay in the lineup. You know, yeah. I was like, you know, it's okay. You know, I'm good. You know, knowing that, but you know, I, I wonder if my trainers 
actually knew because I was honest with some. I was like, look, you know, just make sure you put that brace on real tight, you know. <laughs> okay. You know? So, you know, with Murray and this his knee, you know, maybe he's being truthful to the staff, you know, hey, Yo, Kyle, give us a number. Where are you at? Are you 100? No, nah, I'm not 100. You know, I'm 85, but, you know, I'm good. So if they know the true report, you don't want to get out there and run that thing like it's at a, at 100. Right. And, you know, I, I I know he's a he's a commodity right now because we don't know their full extent of is he the guy moving forward or are they shopping him or they really do we just want to take a look and see what it looks like and hey yeah he, he could be our franchise guy so let's make sure we don't damage this these these goods so i think you know i think they'll take it easy on the 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 runs you know they'll tell Murray like these are the design plays mm-hmm. if you have to escape escape but we're not going to be running like 10 you know, plays designed for you to keep, you know, we're going to try to keep the read options to a minimal and we'll do it, you know, strategically. We get close to the red zone. You know, we know, you know, they're probably not looking for you to run because you haven't to this point, like the one last week that he took them totally by surprise and ran that in for a touchdown because I don't even think they were ready for him to be fully op- operational. And they were like, well, they're probably going to, you know, not run him so much and boom, there they did. So yeah. I think, you know, I, I don't know if they necessarily want to unleash the full package because he might not be there totally. And like I said, they, they want to protect him from himself probably a little bit as well. All right. So let's get into this. We'll believe in the Arizona Cardinals. You mentioned this earlier. We got it in the run sheet. Uh, it, it, I, I pose it as the Texans are ahead of schedule. What, how did the Texans build their team? Do where did the, where did the Texans do a better job than the Cardinals? But let's go it this way. This game has ramifications because the Cardinals made that trade with the, with the Texans to be able to, to, so that the Texans could draft, um, um, what was it? Not CJ Stroud, but that, so that they could draft their defensive lineman. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so we thought Texans are going to be bad. Things are going to be bad. So the Cardinals, they, they, we know that they intend to be bad. So the Cardinals are going to control the draft. That's not the case. Cause I, and the reason I kept looking down, I was trying to look at the draft position for, uh, for the, uh, as it stands right now. And it, I get to a certain point and it stops giving me the, the picks of so 10 and 11. Let's see. Texans occur. That Texans pick is currently at 20. Okay. That's, that's no. the reason why. <laughs> so think I, about I, that. I, you I have a link. Controlling the draft. The, you went from controlling the draft to the Cardinals having right now the number two pick, uh, but that if they win some games and that could they, they could get out of that position too. So it's a tricky spot. But but how do you? This is a weird situation because you typically don't see that that type of turnaround where you're really starting from scratch in terms of trying to rebuild your team the way the Texans are. Yeah, and I'll give you the update. Uh, after last week's win, we went from – we started the week at number one, but with the Panthers' loss to the Bears, they fell to number one, but that Panthers' pick goes to the Bears. Yep. With our win, we are now at four. Our pick is at four. We've got Giants and Patriots in front of us. And okay. then the the pick that we get from the Texans has fallen all the way – it was 15 last week. It's now at 20 because they're in the wild card spot. So we we're sitting at four. Yeah, okay, my, my bad. Yeah, I think the one I'm looking at is uh is like didn't update correctly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's but it, but I mean it's all good. But yeah, we you think about those picks because at one point Jay, we were projected to have pick one and two or three mm-hmm. because of you know where because we knew our pick was bad. Like I said, the the Texans have run off a few games now five and four in the playoff mix. You watch what happened with Cincinnati yesterday. Cincinnati's falling further off the grid. 
Um, that the you, teams you, just, current, you just never know when it comes to injuries, when it comes to, you, the, you, you just expect, oh, this, we, we've, we've been good the last couple of years. We'll always be good. But that's, that's an example of what's going on with, with uh, Cincinnati. But yeah, go well, ahead. Well, think about this too, Jay, real quick. Right now, currently the Texans are in the seventh spot. Out are the Bills, the, the Bengals. And the, the Chargers, they're all out right now if the playoffs started today. And I, we obviously, we saw what happened in Cincinnati yesterday. So that pick for the Texans continues to rise. And then, like I said, we play them this week. If we lose to them, that pick will shot, shoot up even higher. Ours will, you know, either stay where it is, depending on what Bears, Giants, or Panthers, Giants, and Patriots do, that type of thing. But, I mean, we're in a predicament where – you, initially, it looked like, man, we like you said, we're going to control this draft. And then what happens is, what happens if we're so far out of the top spot that we can't, if their thoughts were they were going to move off Murray and get a quarterback, you're not going to be in that position unless you yeah. get some teams up there that don't need a quarterback, which we're looking at the list right now. The further we fall, they they teams are going to be able to say, yeah, we want this one and that one. And then their decision might be made for them as Ooh. far as with Murray. They might now Ooh, if, good, because, point, good point. Because they haven't said anything other than he's our man, they wouldn't have to backtrack on anything. And they could then say, Hey, he was our dude all along. You know, that type of thing. So they've done they've played it right. Yeah. We'll see how it all falls out. Because there's a long bit of season to go. And remember my my thought process. They get a look at him, two or three games, maybe four. And then they're like, hey, we're sold. This is our guy. Let's get some Clayton Toon in there to see if we can force that pick further up. And and then it'll be, well, the reason we shut down Murray is because we've seen enough. Or, you know, we're we're possibly looking to do something and work some some magic. So it's a, there's a lot of stuff going on behind the walls that we'll never know about. But it all starts with this game on the field uh, Sunday. So let's get to, so I know you've, you've kind of laid out already how the Cardinals can win, and you can revisit that if you want in a moment. But when it comes to the Texans, now one of the things, D'Amico Ryans, he's a, he's a defensive-minded guy, which is interesting because with C.J. Stroud, it's, he's, he is pushing the ball down the field with 8.3 yards per, per attempt, um, 61.6 uh, completion percentage, 291 yards per game average, only two interceptions. So I, I would imagine it gives him more confidence if you're protecting the ball, so you're not throwing it away and you're, but you're still 15, 15 touchdowns to two interceptions, but with bringing in with a 24.1 points per game for the Texans against the Cardinals uh, with 17.6 points per game in terms of on the offensive sides of their, of their respective teams. It's just interesting how that goes, but what do the Texans need to do to win? Cause we, we know what tank Dell, the rookie is doing a good job in terms of, of running the rock. They kind of split it between what him and Pierce. If I saw that correctly, uh, Pierce was, he didn't practice or he was limited in practice if I'm not mistaken, but um, how do you see this game? playing out if the Texans are going to win well they have a new yeah they have a new entry to their running game with Singletary as well so that's right they're they're, there and what you brought up what you brought up with um with uh, Stroud is so impressive two interceptions going into game 10 on their schedule that's the big thing and that's why you know and, and it's not dink and dunk they're actually throwing the ball up the field for me they win this game one, you can't look ahead, be looking ahead. You got to be, you know, eye on the prize. You got the Cardinals in there this week. We've known the Cardinals, they can, they can win this game. But if they run the ball, protect the ball, 
and then take their shots downfield, that is the recipe. And then, you know, like I said, Stroud, just don't, you know, do anything silly, no interceptions, anything like that, and they can win this game. You know, and I'm not saying handily because we do have Murray on our side now, but I still don't think we have enough firepower. If they put up 24 points or so, you know, their norm, it's going to be a stretch for us. As much as, you know, we love having Murray back, who is he throwing the ball to? Yeah, we obviously have Connor behind him. You know, he's our bell cow. But mm-hmm. like I said, we, we, we don't have the offensive line, um, the weapons on the outside, in my opinion, and then defensively, you know. Well, Three we got, right. We got, right. Right. Yeah. Right. But. I mean, you know, he is a, a nice weapon, a new weapon now. I, I, you know, it'll be interesting, you know, how we fare in this game. But I, for 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 Houston, just protect the ball, run the ball, and and you know, like I said, Stroud should be able to get off on the other side with us. You know, our defense. You know, we've got to get after their run game for one. If we allow them to run the ball and give them play action and stuff like that, we won't stand a chance in this game. And and I do, like I said, I don't know how much they want to unleash Murray. In game two, and like I said, you got to remember he's going to be playing against a pretty stout or at least up-and-coming defense with these uh, Texans and compared to what he faced last week against the uh, Falcons. So, interesting game. I do think, though, that uh, the Texans, uh, like I said, they handled this one. And and, like I said, up-and-coming, man, who would have thought, you know, they would be in the playoff mix, you know, with holding. It's just crazy. And when you look at the ages of of uh, on the team there, like some 24s, 26, 27, so it's not a really – it's not as if they tried to build this, what we talk about where the uh, – we get the Carolina Panthers where they try to – we're going to get a lot of old heads in here mm-hmm. and see what we can do. But, no, you I want to grow – you want your quarterback to grow with these players and not have them fall off along the way just from attrition from them retiring and stuff like that. Yeah. But, um, so – if we're looking at this, so again, for the, for the Cardinals, and again, the, I think the Cardinals, if we're looking at how the Cardinals can win, they need to be prepared to be tested when it comes to the their cornerback, the, the defensive back position, because Stroud, Stroud will throw the ball down the field. And so that, so you have to be ready for it. And so you have to, in, in addition to trying to keep your eye on the run as well. So they might be able to, to try to mix it up that way. So if they can, if they can, if the Cardinals can, can avoid giving up the big play in the passing game. I think they might be able to uh, to stick with this. And the Cardinals, I think, are just going to want to try to try to control the game with the ground game and try to do. But again, I'm not sure how well that's going to work. Again, when he if he's not under center, not 50 percent of the time, not that it will be ridiculous based upon what the restrictions that he has based upon his height. So, but a little bit more than last week. Let's see. Can we do yeah. a little bit more and see if that see how that can help uh, to define the game a bit. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to find out how they want to use him. And they're still – he is auditioning, in my opinion, to see what type of fit he is. And if they want to put him under center more and he's not comfortable with it, that's going to be a that's going to be a big red flag for them. But I do – I would expect them to do that more, get him under center and, and kind of go from there. All right. So who do you think – who wins this game? Who do you win? Let's, let's get I got, that pick. Yeah, I got Texans in this game. I think we'll go over and give them a fight because we have not given up in any of these matchups so far. I just think they are they're well coached for one. I do I do think they have some talent, and you as you mentioned, they're ahead of schedule. But I just I see this game somewhere in like the twenty seven to twenty one range, something like that. I do think we'll get some scoring in there, but I just don't think we have enough. 
um, offensively to compete with them and defensively to stop them, in my opinion, except we don't have a whole lot up front. And then if they can, you know, get the running game established and expose our uh, secondary, I think they can uh, take advantage of that as well. I think it's it's interesting because the line is is Texans minus five, which is interesting because that makes you think that could it be one of those trap games where they don't take it as serious as they as they should. But I think the Texans will win. I think it'll probably be a li- slightly more high scoring. I think it'll probably be 31-23 is what I would think. Okay. Might come down to so I think their trap game came in when they lost against uh, the Panthers too. Panthers, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that was there. So that's that one of those early lessons for them. And as a young team. I'm sure they're they're harping on this, you know, the, the the head coaching staff. So I think they'll have their eyes open for this one with the Cardinals coming in, especially with Murray being behind the wheel. All right. So that is, we are believing the Arizona Cardinals. Of course, we are presented by Bet Online. Tell a friend to tell a friend about what we have going on here. We do this Monday and Thursday. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we, we have fun doing it. We hope you do as well. You can listen, of course, on go to believe.com. You can go however you got here, any of your streaming platforms, and also on the SiriusXM app. And the Believe family continues to grow in terms of the footprint that we have. And we are proud and happy to be a part of the Believe family. And so, on behalf of Ed Smith, I am Javon Adams. And as we always say around this time, Well, you can. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.